I want to wish all those visiting with us and staying at home, watching us online. Good morning. God bless you. We pray that God's presence also will be with you in your homes and in your family. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who is here this morning. Father, we just want to worship you again. Father, we thank you. You are a great God, our wonderful Heavenly Father, our everlasting Father. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for the time of worship and celebration we can have, for the freedom that we can have, Lord, in your house to worship you and to bless your holy name. So this morning, Father, I pray for your people, every one of your children listening in, whether it's physical church or at home. Father, I pray for every heart to be open. I pray for every year to hear what the Spirit has to say to them. Thank you, Father, again for today. Bless the Word and bless our fellowship in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So good to see every one of you. We trust that more and more will come to the house of God. I was telling our... This morning, I was telling... Sister Nicole, I think I was telling her, I said that we are so blessed. We have our church building here and we have got so high ceiling and we have got beautiful ventilation. So we are not cooped up in a small room, actually. You give glory to God. Give thanks to the Lord for what He has given us. This is a blessing for such a time as this. Amen? And we are able to gather. And of course, we, are, we have taken every measure to make sure that every one of us is safe and we are sanitized and clean. Amen. This morning, I want to continue on the topic of, on the subject of transitions, okay? The transitions that we can make in life, okay? And uh, if you know that I've been speaking a few topics on transitions, and transitioning is something that is a process of change. The definition is, it's a process or period of changing from one state of condition to another. And we are constantly going through transitions, whether we like it or not, it's all a part of life and we have to flow with it flexibly and smoothly if we are going to be in harmony and we are going to live well in life. We cannot stop it. We have to go with it. Can you hear an amen? Yes, praise the Lord. Some of us are transitioning from, from getting younger to getting older. <laughs> we wake up in the morning, suddenly we feel, oh, this pain I never felt yesterday, suddenly it came. <laughs> Transition. Okay, well, circumstances, trials, difficulties, they all come. Challenges in life. We go through ups and downs. How we respond to them, how we react to these, these things in life is what is important. Okay, and I thank God. Thank God that we have the Word of God that helps us. God's Word teaches us, gives us so much of wisdom to how to handle situations and things in life. Amen. And also, we have people of the Bible as we read different individuals in the Bible and, and see their lives. We know what we should do and what we should not do. Hmm? Amen. Something things listed in the Bible, we know we shouldn't do. Okay? So, God uses all this to teach us and to guide us. Thank God we are not alone. We have God's help. Hmm? And we have the Holy Spirit constantly reminding us, convicting us, teaching us and guiding us on what we should do and not do. So this morning, I want to talk to you about transitioning from bless me to use me. We all want blessing from God, don't we? Amen. Every time we ask for God's blessing, and it's true, God wants to bless us. Blessing is not wrong. It is a, it is a great thing to be blessed by God. I want to be blessed by God. How many of you want to be blessed by God? We all do. That's why you are here. We all do. 
those at home, you want to be blessed by God. And He is blessing us, praise Him. Giving us good health. Giving us peace in times like this. Especially in these times of the second year of pandemic. Uh, we need Him so much and He has blessed us through. But we want to transition to a little step further. We want God to use us. Use me, Lord. Hmm? Rise up for God to use you in, a, in ways that you cannot imagine. Okay? So this morning, I want to talk to you from the Bible. This person by the name of Jacob. Okay? And, and his whole life from Genesis 27, 25 to Genesis 32, so many chapters of his life. I'm just going to speak a little bit in half an hour. So you have to do your own homework and do your own reading. Go back and check and read about his life. Okay? I pray that you... His life will bless you. Now, we know the backdrop, his background. He has a twin brother, Esau. His mother, Rebecca. His father is Isaac. Okay, all this backdrop to Jacob, story of Jacob. And we know that even before he was born, he was in his mother's womb. The mother had twins. And they were fighting already, the brothers. Sounds familiar? <laughs> Sibling rivalry in the womb itself. Okay, they were fighting. And uh, Jacob wants to come out first. But of course, we know the story. Esau came out first and followed by Jacob hanging on to the heel of his brother. Don't let go. He wants, he wants Kiasu, okay? He wants to be the first. So his whole life, he had issues like that, facing these kind of issues in his life. Huh? And uh, he, we know the story. He deceived his father. He cheated his brother of the birthright and, bless, and, and the blessing. Now, let me share, share with you this morning the transition that Jacob makes, okay? And it has to do with his encounters. There are different specific encounters in his life that I believe we too can make these encounters, all right? If you want to transition. So firstly, encounter one is with his earthly father, Isaac, okay? His encounter with his earthly father, Isaac. All Jacob was thinking was, I want a blessing for my father. I want my father to bless me. I want the birthright. Now, in the, in the times of uh, Israel, Israel's time, in those days, the birthright is actually the right for you to have authority in your home. Okay, not just the wealth of your father, but you have the authority, you can make decisions in your household and family. That was what Jacob wanted. All right? He wanted the birthright of his brother. And uh, of course, his mother helped him to trick the father. The father wanted to eat. Venison, okay, want to bless Esau. Told Esau, you go and hunt, get me the venison, feed me, and I will bless you. And the mother overheard, I oh, know this is this is bad. Okay, I'm not teaching mothers to do this, but uh, she was eavesdropping. You know? And uh, Rebecca, she she wanted her son, her favorite is Jacob, and she wanted Jacob to receive the blessing. So she 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 conspired with him, okay, to cheat the father of the blessing, huh? to cheat the brother. So this is not what I would recommend to you to do, but this was what happened okay, in reality. That's why I say the Bible shows us and tells us things. Sometimes not so appetizing for us, but it is true and what we should learn and what we should not learn. It serves as a, a lesson to us as well, okay? So here was this, uh, this whole scenario and Jacob thought, if my father will bless me, I will be okay. I will not be so insecure. I will not... I will not need to prove to my brother that I'm somebody, you know. If my father bless me, I will be well. I will be the head of the household. I will be strong. I will rise up to be bold. You know, because Esau, the Bible tells us that he was a hunter, a he-man. 
he goes hunting and he really go all outdoor sports. <laughs> that kind of person. Alright? Maybe today he will go to enjoying all the activities that you have, you know. I don't know what activities they go through. Spartans and all that kind of things, you know, huh? What ninja, those kind of things. So he is that kind of person. But Jacob liked cooking. He's not sissy, but he enjoyed cooking. Alright? So he could cook very well. Praise the Lord. Cooking is a skill. Okay? And so he cooked very well. And he could deceive his father. Then that that tells us sometimes maybe, maybe Jacob had this insecurity in him. He has to prove something. He has to prove something to his father, to his brother, you know. And something within him is just not happening. He thinks, I need a blessing from my father. This morning, my question to you and I is, who are you seeking a blessing from? Hmm? Jacob wanted his earthly father to bless him. But more than that, there is another blessing that we should pursue. Hallelujah. Of course, if your father blesses you, great. It's wonderful to be blessed by your father. But your father does not just have one blessing for one son. Like I'm thinking, I'm quite amazed. How come Jacob can only bless one son and not bless the other son? The father should be able to bless all his sons and all his children and daughters. Amen. Right. Okay. Encounter number two with Jacob had was with his heavenly father. I want to emphasize this morning our encounter with the Heavenly Father. That is what we all need, my dear Look at one another and say, I need an encounter with my Heavenly Father. Huh? You need an encounter with your Heavenly Father today. Praise Him. Amen. So in this scenario, we see now, now Jacob is fleeing for his life. He's running away. He's, he's his brother Esau wants to kill him. He's so angry. He's cheated him of his blessing and birth right now. He, he's all out to take the life of Jacob. And Jacob is, of course, frightened, all right? Running away. To, and, and with the help of Rebecca, in, uh, I should say, in disguise, uh, in disguising, saying, you have to go and get a bride from my family, go to Uncle Laban, get you know, all this. is actually just a trick so that he could send, send him off to escape from the brother and the anger of the father. Alright, so this, in all these midst, in the midst of all these things happening in the background, Jacob has a dream. Okay, he has left his hometown, he has left his family, he's running for his life now. Genesis 28, verses 12 to 17. Let's read. And he dreamed, a stairway was set on the ground and it reached all the way to the sky and angels of God were going up and going down on it. Another translation says, angels of God were ascending and descending. Then God was right before him. God was at the top of the staircase. God appeared in his dream. He said, I am God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. I'm giving the ground on which you are sleeping to you and to your descendants. What assurance. Your descendants will be as the dust of the earth. They will stretch from the west to the east and from north to south. All the families of the earth will bless themselves in you and your descendants. Yes, God assured Jacob again in this dream. Yes, I'll stay with you. I'll protect you wherever you go. I'll stick with you until I have done everything I've promised you. Hallelujah. What an amazing dream he had. And this was not because he had a full stomach. 
he was actually seeking God. He, he, I believe he was, he was in desperation. Okay? And he awoke. Verse 16, 17 says, He awoke from sleep and he said, God is in this place, truly. And I didn't even know it. It's a famous phrase. God is in this place, truly. And I didn't even know it. How many times God has met with us? How many times God has delivered us? How many times God has intervened in our lives and saved us from catastrophe, from disasters, and we didn't know it? And we didn't acknowledge and thank Him and have not been grateful to Him. Friends, we need to stir up our spirit man, stir up our inner man to recognize that God is working. As we have sung the song, God is working and He never stops working. Amen? He is working all the time on our behalf for our good. Hallelujah. What a great God we have. Our, this is our Heavenly Father. Hmm? And truly, we have to be aware that God is in this place. God is. So he was terrified. Back to the verse, he was terrified and he whispered in awe. Incredible, wonderful, holy. This is God's house. This is God's house. This is the gate of heaven. He, because he saw God standing at the staircase of heaven. So he sleeps, he dreams, the stairway to heaven, the angels ascending and descending, and he awakes and he said, there was a revelation. He woke up and he said, this is the house of God, battle. So God was actually trying to tell Jacob, look, your true blessing is found in me. God is telling him, your true blessing is found in me and not in people's approval of you. Many times we seek approval of others to get a blessing from them. The bosses, your wife, your husband. Yeah? True or not? We want, we want to do well so that they can pat us on the back in the community. You know, with your friends, maybe your, your golf kaki, huh? or mahjong kaki, I don't know. <laughs> you, want, you want them to approve of you. So, but the blessing from God is actually your true blessing. Hallelujah. Seek Him. So do you know that God desires to bless you? Yes, He does. Huh? The angels are ascending and descending. John chapter 151, Jesus said, this is the words of Jesus. He said to Nathaniel, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Talking about Himself. Hallelujah. Jesus is the stairway to heaven. My friend says, no other way we can go to heaven except through the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Through Jesus Christ alone is the way to the Father. And, and Jesus is the only stairway that the angels can come down to bring a blessing to us. Hello. Jesus is the only stairway where the angels are ascending and descending, bringing down the blessing of God to you and I. Amen. I pray this morning that you will, you will have this understanding and it will grab you this revelation that God is on your side. Angels are around you. Have you met with angels before? No look around here. <laughs> and personally in my life, a couple of times. I remember one night when, when we were pioneering in Kuantan. And uh, I think Jonathan was just maybe four years old. Joanna was just a baby. And we, we traveled in a small little beetle. Um, Volkswagen, BU4196. Very old car. I still remember the number. Hallelujah. 
So there we were going from Kuantan to back to Klang, back to Klang. And uh, suddenly, uh, tire punctured in the, in the dark of the night. Halama. What to do? And that time, no handphone. Huh? We cannot call anybody, call some, some, some help, nothing. So, Pastor pulled the car to the side of the road. Um, I took out the baby, put my arms, and we waited in the dark. And lo and behold, two old men, Chinese men, came in another beat-down car. They stopped. Pastor helped Pastor to change the tire and fix the car. And then suddenly, they just disappeared. Right, Pastor? Just disappeared. They nowhere to be seen. And I was so scared, no, because so dark at night. And I'm a young mother with two small kids, no, in the dark. What to do? I'm so scared. My husband is there. He's also very thin at the time. Pastor also very thin and small, no. Don't forget, no. And then it's and it's the middle of nowhere. There's nothing. It's just jungle. Nothing there. <laughs> so scary, right? But I believe that God sent angels to help us. Amen. Amen. He's such a wonderful God. Encounter Him. Encounter Him. Your life will never be the same. Encounter God. Huh? So here, Jacob did a few things. After this divine encounter in his dream, he encountered God. He did a few things. Genesis 28 verse 18 to 19. Jacob was up first thing in the morning. He took the stone he had used as a pillow and stood it as a memorial pillar and poured oil. He poured oil over it. How did he know? He wants to anoint the place. Okay, He wants to worship. He, he christianed the place battle. He made a vow to God in verse 22. And everything you give me, God, I'll give you back a tenth. That is a tithe to God. He made a vow to God to give a tithe to God. Alright? So after this encounter we got in his dream, he worshipped God. He worshipped. He built an altar. He pours oil. Sacrifice. Talking about sacrifice. Oil is, is precious. It's expensive. He poured oil. Sacrifice and worship to God and name it the house of God. He had a revelation where you meet God is a holy place. Where we come together to meet God like this in His house is a holy place. We are standing friends on holy ground. Hallelujah. And God is in this place. God is in this place, in His house. Amen. And He vowed to give to God a tithe. So friends, we need to Embrace this in our lives. Cherish God's presence. Desire for more of Him. Desire to meet with God and to encounter Him even in times of your distress, in times of your troubles. Don't forget that God can help you. Amen? Encounter Him and pursue a fresh encounter with God each day. Each day. We cannot... It's good. All experiences are wonderful. All testimonies are great. But we cannot dwell on our... Old testimonies and old experiences and not have new ones. Our God's grace and mercy for us, friends, they are new. New every day. He has fresh manner for us every day. Hallelujah. Amen. I encourage you, church, and ask you to pursue God's presence in your life every day. Praise Him. Praise Him. One day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went out. Pastor and I, we took a short trip to Ipoh. And so my sister came along with Pastor Ellen, my sister Lai Fong, and came along and we were talking. And then she said, Chair, I didn't know, no. Why, uh, one day suddenly you told me, uh, take me to your church. She was 13 at that time and I was 18. I came to her, I also had forgotten the incident. She said, I came to her one fine day and just said, take me to your church. And she was shocked because I had an encounter with God. 
I, I was teaching as a, as a temporary teacher at that time in MGS Clang. And I had given a Saturday class, to extra class to my students. They came, lesson was over. Quickly, I, there was a chapel going on upstairs. I went for the chapel. And that was when I told the Lord, I gave my heart to the Lord. In this sense, my prayer was, God, if you are real, and if Jesus is real, I don't know about him, but if Jesus is real, then show me. That was just my prayer. That was just my encounter with God. Friends, very simple. It's no big hoo-ha, no drums rolling. There's no like trumpet blowing, no like angels ascending and descending. I can't see anything. I just told God this simple prayer. This 18-year-old girl in a, in a chapel upstairs in a MGS Hall. And two weeks down the road, I realized that my life has been changed. That's why change comes on the inside out, from your heart. It comes from inside out. When your spirit is changed, your heart's changed. Your lifestyle is changed. Your attitudes change. I felt so joyful. I felt like I want to hug everybody. I just felt, I just felt Christian without knowing that I became a Christian. <laughs> so when you come to church, I mean, now we cannot, but when we hug you and we love you, it is genuine. Hallelujah. It's the love of God. It's not put on. Okay? Amen. So good. I felt so good. And I realized I did not go to sleep at the end of the day eh, with tiredness around my, my jaw. Because I realized that I have been putting on. I have been trying to be happy. I've been trying my own, by my own strength to be a nice girl, to be happy, to, be, uh, uh, to smile more, forcing myself to smile more. And by the end of the day, I was, I was tired. Really, my jaw was tired. I realized after two weeks of this prayer, no more... No more tiredness around here. <laughs> I, I didn't have to make an effort to laugh or to be happy. It was there. That's when I said to my sister, take me to your church. <laughs> Praise Him. Amen. Praise Him. So you can encounter God and know that the joy of the Lord can be your strength every day. Hallelujah. You don't have to make extra effort. Okay. And the second encounter I had with God was in a dream was for my mother. I'm praying for her, for salvation, for so ever so long. And she came to the Lord. She has received Christ, yes, but she refused to be baptized. I think for a period of maybe five to eight years, she just refused to be baptized, you know. So one day, I just told mom, I said, mom, when you want to make it cleaner, come cleaner to Jesus. Huh? Because I want, to, I, want to, I want her to know that, I wanted to know assurance of salvation. I want to know that my mother is safe, really, really safe. Not because she wants to please me. Because she was living with me, you know. So that night, I had a dream. And I dreamt that I was running with my mother on the beach. Really, we were running. And that time, my mother was plump. They call her Faisal in Clang, you know. She was really plump. And, and we were both running on the beach. If you know about running on the sand, is it easy? Huh? It's a hard task, man, I'm telling you. Oh, running. But we were both running happily on the, on the sand. And suddenly, I was just lifted up. I felt I was lifted up into the air and I was in an armchair. I was flying around and so happy. And I looked down and I saw my mother still running. She was running on the sand happily by herself. So I woke up and I, and I asked the Lord, what is the meaning of this? After a couple of days, I, I felt impressed in my heart. The Lord, the Lord told me that she is running the race. Don't worry, she is running the race. Hallelujah. A few months later, my mom got baptized. Praise the Lord. This is the encounter with God. God can speak to you in dreams and visions. The Bible says, old men dream dreams, young men see visions, right? 
you can, God, God will speak to you. And that was what happened. You know, and today, now, my mother is 90. She's 90, suffering from dementia. Many things she has forgotten. She has, even has forgotten me. But I praise God, she remembers Jesus. Hallelujah! She remembers Jesus. And so I say, Mom, uh, we, we sing Yeso uh, Jin Ho. Like sing Yeso Jin Ho. She's a Hokkien song. Uh. She, she can sing. She can sing and she can, she can say hallelujah to the Lord. So I'm so blessed. I'm so glad. Even if she forgets me, she remembers Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's wonderful. Huh? So I encourage you, my dear friends, to encounter Jesus. To come to Him in prayer and you seek Him, you shall surely find Him. You search for Him, He will come to you. Amen. So remember, God does a work in the heart, in our hearts and in the heart of Jacob. At this point of time, he was a schemer, a cheater, you know, he, a supplanter, running away. But still, God appeared to him and showed him how good God is. How good God is. Amen. Jacob thinking, God, I want this business partnership with you. Since you bless me, I will give you back a tenth. But friends, it's good to give to God. It's, it's, we give to Him because we love Him. We tithe and we give our offerings and sacrifices because we love Him and we want to see His kingdom come and the gospel of God preach forth from this place. Amen. Because we love, alright? But not because if I give you God, you're going to bless me back. Not a business partnership, huh? but a partnership of love and compassion to the Lord. Amen. Very quickly, I go on to the third encounter. The third encounter is with the wrestler. Oh, hallelujah. Theo is not in the house today. Is Theo here? No, I say muscle man. Oh, I've got my son here, okay? He's the muscle man, Jonathan. <laughs> the third encounter is with the wrestler. How he can wrestle through the night, I can tell you. So much of tenacity and strength and energy is needed to wrestle through the night. I don't know how, but Jacob did that. He was tired. He sent his family on. Now, this story is 20 years later, okay? 20 years later, we are all putting on into a few minutes. Huh? It's not happened after many lessons of hard knock for Jacob. Many lessons of humbling, married the wrong wife. Hello? <laughs> Wake up, see, uh, <laughs> wrong person. Huh? Work again. Marry a second one. The one that he loved, his first love. I mean, I tell you, wrong story. Lah. But this time, it's like, huh? He's tired. He sent all his family away already. He's alone. And this man came and wrestled with him through the night. Uh, he would not give up. He said, I will not give up. In verse 22, Genesis 32, verse 20, 26, Jacob said, I will not let you go until you declare a blessing on me. He was so adamant for a blessing. And he knew, he knew that this is God he's wrestling with. It's Jesus in the Old Testament. He knew because later on he said, I have met God face to face and I have lived. Jacob said that, alright? Revelation. So, I mean, in, in uh, later verses, a revelation to him that he had wrestled with God. Of course, he came off. Huh? He came off with a limb, alright? But this is the mindset of Jacob. Still, he had this mindset of bless me. Bless me, God. Huh? But God was going to respond to Jacob in a very different manner. What was God's response to him. God didn't say, now I will bless you earlier. He said, yes, I will bless you. I will make your descendants great. Uh, you will be a, you know, many nations, north, south, east, west, everywhere. All right? But now, it's different. Now he says, 
What is your name? The response to Jacob. God wants to know what is your name. In actuality, God wants to know, wants Jacob to acknowledge who he is. Who he is, who he really is. It's a soul-searching question. My friends, this morning, God wants to ask us this soul-searching question and asking the same. So, who are you? Well, the real you, please stand up. Who are you asking God for a blessing? Who are you? Friends, we need to acknowledge who we really are. Be honest with Him. Lord, I'm a woman. I'm a man standing in the need of prayer. Lord, I'm a cheater. Lord, I, I do things on my own. Lord, too long I've depended on my own strength. Lord, I have pride. Who are you? Tell it to God and let Him come into your life and change your hearts, change your minds, and change your attitudes. Only God can give you that breakthrough. Can you hear an amen? Amen. I pray this morning we open our hearts and open our minds to Him. Don't hold back to God. Lord, I'm the one. Lord, I need you. I don't want to be fake in your presence. I want to be my true self. Hello? You're talking about fake. A lot of fake things, right, going on. I heard fake eyelashes, fake hair, <laughs> fake laugh. Huh? <laughs> I don't want fake food. We want to eat the meat, but we don't want, we want to eat fake food. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can see, you, we, need, we need God to help us. Huh? Who are we? Who are we? So transition for Jacob has begun at this stage. He said, Lord, I am Jacob. I am the cheater. I cheated my brother. I cheated my father. Even I deceived them. I deceived my Uncle Laban. I deceived them. I'm a cheater. I'm a supplanter. I'm a manipulator. I'm cunning. This is who I am. Alright? You fill in the blanks when you come to God and the transition has become, begun for him. Genesis 32, 28. The reply is, your name is no longer Jacob. For from now on, it's Israel. God wrestler. Because you've wrestled with God and with men and you have prevailed. Hallelujah. You wrestle with God and with men and you have overcome. Amen. God wants us all to overcome. Amen. To be more than an overcoming and a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Dear friends, when we come to God, He wants us to overcome, change our, our mindset and change and transform us from the inside out. Jacob comes out of this experience with a limb, but his badge of glory is this. He has overcome. Huh? Other people look at him and forever will see him with a limb. In, in fact, the, the Israelites are not allowed to eat the muscle around the uh, bone, the, the pelvis bone. They're not allowed to eat that because of this incident that God had wrestled with Jacob and Jacob came out with a limb. So they, do not, they will not eat the, this part of the, of the muscle on this joint. He has prevailed. Hallelujah. He is Israel. The nation of Israel is named after him. God used him, hallelujah, used him to, as a leader of nation of Israel. Friends, God can change us and transform us and transition us, bless us already to make us a blessing, to use you and me for His glory, to use whatever He has given to us 
to be a blessing to other people and to communities and to your church and to your family, to the children far and near. Can I hear an amen? God wants to use you this morning. Huh? So we transition from bless, bless me, Lord, to use me. The encounters with God, just as with Jacob, can happen to us to change our mindset, huh? to change our thinking, to change our speech, to change our hearts, huh? to change our attitudes, change our character. God can do the impossible with us. Can you hear amen? Amen. So wives, don't give up hope on your husbands and don't say he is impossible. God can still do the impossible. Hallelujah. And, and husbands, don't, don't say my wife is impossible. Difficult to understand her. You can understand her. God can do the impossible for you. And you can be a better husband and you can be a better father. Can I hear amen? Brothers and sisters, there can be love in the house and there can be harmony and there can be forgiveness because of Christ's love in each one of our lives. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shall we just stand up this morning? Hallelujah. We're going to close in prayer this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pray along with me. We will not end the service without encountering our Heavenly Father. Back in your homes, don't reach out for your coffee now. Stand up together with us and let us just go to the Lord, to our Father in prayer this morning. Hands raised up. Our God, our Lord, our Heavenly Father, we look to you this morning, Lord, for you to come and transform us, oh God. Lord, only you know what is inside each one of our lives, our homes, our hearts. You know the needs that your people are going through today, Lord. The fears that they, they face, Lord. Father, the prayers that have, been give, that have been prayed to you and the answers to prayer that we are waiting for. Father, we want to encounter you this morning and we know that you, answers all, you answer all prayer for you are prayer answering God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come this morning, Lord, and bless your children. Lord, transform each one, Lord. Give them the assurance that you are God of compassion, that you are forgiving God. The angels of God are ascending and descending upon us. Bringing down the answer from heaven to your people. Right now, wherever they are. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. You are good God, Lord. Slow to anger. Rich in love. That is our heavenly Father. Oh, we look to you, Father God. All the prayers that your people have, are uttering to you now. And all the prayers that they have prayed. And going to pray, Father, we know that you will hear, you will come, and you will answer them, Lord. We give you all the glory, O God, and all the praise for what you are doing in every one of our lives. I pray, Father, for your church, Lord, that they will encounter you in an even greater way, Father. And we will look forward to greater testimonies, Lord, from your people, from your children, of what you are doing in their lives. We give you glory and we give you praise. Bless your children, Lord, we pray in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, church.